Hey guys, Kale here. So, we're finally back in Hungary and uh, only did one or two episodes in the month of January because of the whole process of us getting back to Hungary with the new baby and the whole family. And so, I um, apologize for that, but the plan is going forward to to release a new episode every Wednesday. So if you're into that kind of thing um, and you're watching this one, you can uh, watch on YouTube, of course, by finding my channel, Kale Horvath Media on YouTube, or you can listen on any of your audio podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, we've been back in Hungary for about a week and a half now. And so I thought it would be cool to share with you guys a couple of quote unquote hacks that I figured out just now after already having lived abroad for two years. And so these are, you could call them missions hacks or just travel hacks, because I think that these, I'm going to give you three separate things that I think could apply to, of course, if you're becoming a missionary and your family is moving abroad, these are going to be super helpful for you. But even if you're just going on a missions trip abroad or you, or you are, um, uh, just traveling internationally, even, even if it's not an international or even if it's not a, a missions trip per se, I think this, um, this information can help you because it certainly helped me once I figured it out on my own. So, so here we go. Um, the first two have to do with the actual ply, the flying and flying, the Flying and the packing, because when we were coming back to Hungary, we now had an infant, which is fun. I could probably do a whole other episode on how to fly transatlantic with an infant that we figured out. Um, but he honestly, he did well. Um, really, what it's in regards to is we stayed, we were in the U.S. for four months. We didn't know if we'd be in the U.S. for three or four months, but it just turned out that we were there about four months. And um, mostly because of having the baby and getting all that stuff, paperwork taken care of. And, 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 and we stayed for the holidays and whatnot, came back in January. And, uh, because we already had one boy, Judah is four years old and we had another boy, Isaac. Um, we had a bunch of baby clothes stored at my parents' house. And so Brooke was like, we should save money. We should bring these back with us. And when she started pulling them out of storage, it, it was a lot. So I was thinking, okay, how can we get all this stuff back um, now, of course, we had his checked bag. You know, if you've not really flown, you know, abroad, I mean, typically you're going to get one checked bag of up to 50 pounds or 23 kilograms. And then uh, you're also going to get a carry on that you can sometimes check um, if they'll let you and then a personal item like a backpack or what have you. And so you can, you can get away with a lot of stuff and you get that for each uh, ticket that you purchase. And we decided um, when you fly with a baby, an infant under two years old, most airlines is uh, you don't have to buy a ticket for them and you can, but you have to hold them on your lap the whole time, unless, you know, you get lucky and your, your flight isn't full. But uh, we had a car seat, we had a stroller and we needed that luggage. So it was, it made sense. And we were only buying a one-way ticket, not a round trip ticket. So we bought, um, a ticket for Isaac as well so that he would have a seat in that luggage. But we also acquired some other things while we were in the States as missionaries do. Judah had his first Christmas in the States since 2019. So grandparents had a field day with that. So we, we wanted to bring back some toys and things. So um, the problem is the first time that we came to Hungary, we bought a bunch of suitcases and brought them with us to bring the things with us that, that we wanted to move with. And so we already had a bunch of suitcases back here in storage and I didn't want to go buy more. We came with three large checked bag suitcases. I didn't want to go buy two more. 
so that we could have one for Isaac and an extra one. And so I started digging around the internet and searching and come to find out, here's tip number one for you. If you're moving abroad or if you need to take lots of things abroad, like you're going on a missions trip or something, most airlines will let you take um, a 27 gallon tote. And that's a very specific size. If you go to Lowe's or Home Depot or something, these are the totes that are, they're, they're large and they have a black bottom and a yellow lid. Typically, you've probably seen them before, especially if you're a guy and you, you do any sort of like handiwork. It's those big storage totes, black with a yellow lid, typically 27 gallons. And the reason that's important is because now every manufacturer, the dimensions can be a little different, but typically these totes are going to be the max size that an airline will let you take on. Um, I have experience now with these totes because American Airlines slash British Airways let us use these. And what most airlines are going to have as a stipulation for the size of your bag is a magic number. For American Airlines, it was 62 inches. And that number is the total when you add up the width, the length, and the height of your bag. And so um, you just, now there are some 27 gallon totes. When I was looking them up online, the dimensions were, you know, 63, 64 inches. Would they stop you and measure it? Uh, American airlines did not. Although mine fell like right at 62, they didn't even care. It must be normal enough. I even called the airline beforehand cause they didn't have issues and they seemed to not really care. So, um, so that was cool. And, uh, uh, those totes, the ones that I bought were about five pounds each, whereas a regular bag is probably eight to 10. And those totes cost me $8. They were on sale at a place called Rural King. You know, when they're not on sale, maybe 10 to $20 versus a cheap bag suitcase, $50 to a hundred dollars. So you're saving money. You're gaining more weight and space. Overall, it was a great deal. And we could actually use those in Hungary again as storage rather than just having more suitcases that we wasted money on and don't need. And so that was really cool. Now, what most people are going to ask is, well, what about TSA? How do you seal those things up? Well, the cool thing about those totes is they usually have holes on the top and the lid so that you can secure them. And if you want to pay for TSA locks, you can. What I did after reading some internet blogs was I just zip tied them shut. Um, but before I sealed it on the inside, I put a, a Ziploc baggie that had a note card in it with all of our information in case the luggage got lost. It said, you know, our, our names, our address, our phone number, uh, and our, uh, email address. And then I put extra zip, uh, zip ties in that sandwich baggie with a note that said TSA. If you unseal and search, would you please reseal with these zip ties? Thanks. And so, um, not turns out neither of ours got unpackaged, but that I read that online. And, uh, honestly, when I called American airlines and asked about it, they said, chances are if they're not, the TSA is not going to open your bag if they can see everything inside of it. So, um, take that for what it's worth, but it worked really well for us. It was a cheap alternative and it allowed us to bring back more things very easily. And so if you're going on a missions trip and taking a bunch of stuff or maybe work supplies for, um, a work trip in Africa or something like that, the, using those 27 gallon totes might be a great way for you and your church to get those. And especially if you're moving, um, and you're like, man, we're going to have to take 10 checked bags. Do we want to buy 10 suitcases? Um, you might want to go this route. So that's number one. Number two applies uh, there as well, because we had a lot of clothes, mostly clothes that we were taking back. And, uh, we were, in the States during the winter. And so we had some coats and some sweaters, some things that we bought while we were in the States so that we didn't have to pack so heavy 
And we left some stuff in the States. We didn't bring it all back. But especially, you know, coats, sweaters, um, blankets for the kids and uh, and Isaac's clothes that were just a bunch of baby clothes Brooke had stored. So the second tip is vacuum seal bags. I've never used these before. I just thought, hey, I've seen those, you know, on TV and online. Maybe that would be a good idea. Went down to Walmart, bought the cheapest off-brand vacuum seal bag that I could. And guys, they worked awesome. I, I would say that they shrunk them down like 50% most of the time. Um, now it's, you know, if you're just like packing like pants and blue jeans, those are already pretty flat, but the things that have a lot of air in them, or, or if you're stuffing a lot of stuff into a bag, man, they work great. And so at Walmart, the, whatever brand of bags they had, the medium flats were perfect. They were like, they they just fit perfectly inside the, the 27 gallon totes and the suitcases as well. And I, they'd seriously shrunk like 50% of the size and really helped us pack as much as we could because we weren't always teetering on the threshold of the max weight for the suitcases, but fitting all those clothes and, and baby clothes in and stuffed animals, kids stuffed animals that worked really, really well. So there's a couple different kinds. Um, you know, if you're doing what we're doing and you have a vacuum, on both sides, you know, it's not a big deal. Get the vacuum one. Literally, you don't need a special vacuum. There's just a little like circle puck on the top of the bag. You fill the bag up, you seal it. It's like a Ziploc. And then you just put it, you literally just set the vacuum on top of this little nozzle, the circle, and it sucks the air out. Um, but they also make some that if you're traveling round trip and you're worried about not having a vacuum, like for the way back, that uh, you don't need that. It's got a different kind of one-way valve to where you put everything in and you just roll it up and it kind of, it presses the air out. It's a one-way valve. And when you unroll it, um, the air stays out. It doesn't come back in. So I didn't want those um, because I, I just imagined it wouldn't take quite as much air out, but we also weren't worried about then coming back, you know. I mean, they're reusable, which is great. So we can just stack, you know, fold them up, store them and use them uh, the next time we have a trip or something like that, or just use them to store other things. So, uh, so yeah, the two hacks for travel um, uh, for packing is those 27 gallon black and yellow totes that you can get at any, uh, any, any like Home Depot or Lowe's type store and then vacuum seal bags as well. The third thing the third hack um, is something that I'm really excited that I figured out, but I'm also a little frustrated that I didn't figure it out uh, in the last two years because it would have been really handy. Um, something that you need when you're abroad, especially when you're living abroad, is a way to call back to America, not just with your friends and family, because um, friends and family, you can use any kind of Wi-Fi messenger app, Facebook messenger WhatsApp, Signal, there's there's a whole slew of them, and you can use any of those. And I think if you're an Apple iPhone guy, you can probably even just Wi-Fi text. But um, I, I I bought a uh, international, what I thought was an international cell phone plan here in Hungary, but it turns out international means like the EU. So when I call America, um, it, it can be really expensive and spotty, but not only that – when you live abroad, you have to put in the country code, which means you have to put in like a plus symbol with other numbers. And turns out when you give American hospitals, doctors, offices, banks, official kind of offices and places, a foreign phone number, most of them freak out and like, I can't call this. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so that's always been a problem. And I've tried different solutions like Google voice, which kind of sometimes works, but you can't, it doesn't ever ring through 
Um, let me give you the, first of all, this here, here's a bonus hack before I get to the real hack for phone numbers. Um, whenever we canceled our plans in America, I wanted to keep my phone number just in case people tried to get a hold of me. So I would know I found a cool website called number barn, numberbarn.com, And I'm sure there's other ones where basically what I was able to do for like $20 a year, like two bucks a month is park my uh, my phone number. And so I still own that phone number, but I can't make calls or receive calls. What it does is every time a text or a phone call comes through, I get an email and it tells me the text message and it shows me the number of who sent it. And then if I get a call, it'll show me a missed call. And I believe, I, I can't remember. It's been a while. I believe it'll even, uh, yeah, I believe it'll let you set up a voicemail um, so that if you miss a call, you can even kind of say like, Hey, we're out of the country or something like that. So number barn worked great so that I could, you know, people like important calls or texts that I would miss. I could say, Hey, I saw your text. This is my new number, stuff like that and get a hold of them still. But what I'm excited about is, uh, this new way for us to have American local phone numbers that we can use abroad for official stuff like doctors, hospitals, and, and bank accounts and stuff like that. And, uh, it's magic Jack. And so if you're my age or older and you remember in the nineties, there used to be this, uh, commercial that would play all the time for magic Jack, which was literally just a way for you to plug in a telephone receiver into your computer so that you could make like long distance calls and international calls, just using a, like a dial up or DSL internet connection. Um, and I was, I was started thinking, I wonder if that still exists. So I started Googling it. Well, Magic Jack still exists, but not only that, they got with the times, they created a smartphone app. And so literally you download the smartphone app. It's, I think it's called Magic App, but just search Magic Jack app. And all it is, is a messenger and telephone app that you can use over Wi-Fi. This is what it looks like. If you can see it on the, uh, the video, if you're on YouTube. Yeah. So it's literally just a, a phone there that I can get texts and calls and send texts and calls whenever I'm on Wi-Fi. But you pay four dollars a month, four bucks a month, and you get a an American local phone number and you even get to pick which state it's in. So I got since I'm from Ohio, you know, that won't confuse the banks and the you know doctors offices as much. And so I could pick a three three oh area code for my you know, home where, where we're from. And, uh, and we have a local American phone number for $4 a month that allows us to make and receive calls. So if somebody calls me on that number and I'm connected to Wi-Fi, I get the thing. I have voicemail. I can, sh I can send and receive text messages. And honestly, it's a huge, uh, answer to what I've been looking for for a long time now, being able to talk to doctors, insurance, hospitals, especially now that we're still trying to deal with paying off the doctor bills with, from the baby, um, while we're abroad and then being able and playing phone tag with the insurance and the doctor's offices and, and, and your bank accounts always want you to have a phone number on file. And, you know, it, you might try to log into something and they have two factor authentication where they're like, Hey, we're going to send you a text message. Right. Um, and so you can actually get that text message from your American phone number. So that's huge. So I, I just wanted to share those things, those hacks with you. Um, they, they helped us a lot recently. Maybe they can help you. So uh, those three things, again, quick, were 27-gallon totes for instead of luggage, instead of suitcases, 
vacuum seal bags, really, really practical and helpful and fairly cheap. And then uh, Number Barn and the Magic Jack app for a $4 per month American phone number that works on Wi-Fi. So anyway, hope that guys, uh, or I hope that helps you guys in some way. Pass it on, share this if if you like it, and uh, I'll see you back next week with uh, whatever God lays on my heart next time. See ya.